When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. My Talkers, it's a rainy Monday here at My Talk 1071, but we've got all kinds of great Emmy news, fashion, speeches, the intro to talk about, plus Julia's in, which is going to be great, and we have this wonderful special guest with us. It's Brittany Witch. Oh, she's here. She's back. She's back. Yeah, I come with a song. Thanks, Rocco. She does. What a nice, I mean, that is kind of nice how we treat you around here. Did you just say thanks, Rocco? Oh, yeah. For making he the made song. the song. Is that okay if I, I say was thanks like, to I Rocco? Was like, now, don't we call him Grant now? Yeah, Rocco made the song. I just pushed the button. <laughs> well, thank you, Grant, as well. Now you want to call me out for not being nice to Grant? No, I'm sorry. Uh, Happy Monday, everybody. Yahoo! Happy Monday. Okay, so, um, boy, today has gone from kind of sunny and humid and hot to I don't know what it is outside, but it's got a funny color. Yeah, it's and it's not sunshine. It's not sunshine. <laughs> it's not sunshine. What would you even call it? Maybe rain shine? Maybe maybe a little bit of it. Okay, so we gotta get we gotta get at it. Let's do our weekend claims to fame. We're gonna start with you, Grant. Yeah. Okay. Grant, what'd you do uh-huh. this weekend? Uh well to start out on Saturday, I spent some time. Jason Matheson was there. He was the uh speaker for the Minnesota Broadcasters Hall of Fame. I went down there for a dinner. Moon, our sister station at KS ninety five, was inducted on Saturday night, along with Randy Shaver. And awesome. A few other I saw local. the pictures. So it was that awesome. That that was really cool to hang out with a bunch of the people there. And then, I hear that place is really cool. Oh, yeah. And they redid the whole thing. And if you, the radio, you know, being that we're in radio, uh-huh. if you were to go in there and see all the, the, the historical buildup from basically the start of radio to where it's come to now and broadcasting in general, TV, everything. If you're a geek who likes museum type stuff, it's really kind of cool. They That's cool I know. Stuff. Jason showed a lot of it on his show this morning, and it yeah. was like, wow. Yep. And that was then cool. saw uh, Lily's dad got married yesterday down in Northfield. Congratulations, Congratulations. Corey. Congratulations. Awesome. And yeah. So we got, uh, yeah. So a little weekend of some friends celebrating some friends and celebrating some family. Nice. Julia, you were at a wedding. Oh, I was at the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> the I was at the wedding. wedding with Paul and Ryan. My sweet friends who... Congratulations, Paul and Ryan! You know who you are. You know who you are. It was... You know, I haven't been to a wedding. I know. I suppose it, during all COVID and even before that, um, the one big wedding that is going to be in our family was postponed last year and it's going to be next month. But I... This was just... It was Saturday and it was in a um, greenhouse in Cottage Grove and it was just... Outside, the ceremony was outside, and the sun was hitting, and it was just beautiful flowers. It was at a nursery. It was so gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. Not one detail was missed. But I think the really cool thing is just how you could feel the love of the couple. And you really got to know who they were through, um, you know, it wasn't the minister, but the person who did the service. Yeah. Um, And it just... 
felt so happy for these guys that they're just so beautiful together and yeah. how different they are and how they just work. And, and I just, the, Ryan's family was just dear. It was really fun. I, I perhaps, I, you know, stayed late. You may be overindulged. Maybe. Just I, a little bit. You show me some videos and it just looked joyful. It was so wonderful. Also. Lovely, happy. You pulled a move that I did not see coming. What's that? So I, I'm always asking, what are people wearing? So you told me you're going to a wedding and that I was playing tennis with you on Saturday. I said, what are you wearing? Yeah. What are you wearing? You go, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I did not know. She didn't know. People, she didn't know. And then I see the photo on Insta. She went with black pants. And they looked amazing. Everyone was in dresses. I kind of, I was being insecure because I took my girlfriend Pookie. And I'm like, okay, now I'm either going to be asked to park cars to wait on people or no, something. you, you know, looked I had, so good. And it was the kind of outfit you're like, oh, she could have gone to literally the most formal occasion in. Oh, you sweet. did. You did it right. It was one of those things where I was like, I need to start. You know, when you see something, you go, I need to incorporate that. I love a tuxedo. Oh, like my whole life, I have so many pairs of tuxedo pants in different sizes. Those have an elastic waistband, so I could get those on. But I have this pair that I've been trying to fit in my whole life. I love a tuxedo look. Now, did I hear this right? You were a tuxedo to the prom? Oh, yeah, I did. So much. It started early yes. for me. Oh, yeah. That's that's something that, you know, I used to be very embarrassed about, but it's been 20 years. No, I think that's Most awesome. people know about it. My girlfriends and I, who didn't get asked to the prom, yeah. we just went as a bunch of girls and we wore tuxedos. That's amazing. Was there a color? Was it black and white? or Mine was white with tails, no less. Did you rent it? Yes. Well, that is impressive. Nice. No, really? I was so mortified and I have these pictures and I'm like, oh, who Were you kind of cute now that you look back? It was cute. I was kind of cute. Yeah. I was kind of cute. I mean, yeah. everybody like, you end up thinking your prom dress is taxi, tacky. So it's like, at least right. yours is fun. Well, it was. Yeah. But I mean, I had the biggest L on my forehead. I'm telling Shut you. What. I did. I did. I did. But I mean, I just had so much fun at the wedding. It was so fun. Yeah. Super fun. And it's so rare lately to have that. And I, I think we, we've talked about this so much. It just seems like everybody, when you're, you decide to go do something right now, everybody is down to have fun. There's good oh, vibes there. Wonderful. Yeah. And everybody is down to have fun. All right. So what's yours? I can claim to fame. I feel like, man, I really, I was really lame this weekend. I played a lot of tennis and some with you. Yes, you did. Which was less um carefree <laughs> when i played with you so grant i don't know if you know this about julia she doesn't let you drink water when you play tennis with her <laughs> no so, water you're such a liar you're like an old football coach tell from me the I'm, 90s tell me i'm a liar tell me that you aren't like let's do this keep going i don't like a lot of breaks i'm with you although i'm being forced to play tonight against someone who just kicks my butt and i know i'm just going to be dehydrated the minute you know, I hit the court. Um, but I get that. Momentum is key. And when you stop the momentum, oh, sometimes it takes the whole don't even, out I just don't even, I just want to get my steps in my, and I forgot. <laughs> so we had already been there for an hour playing tennis <gasps> and I have become obsessed with the rings on my stupid watch. Oh, that's why that, yeah. And, we, and I didn't turn it on for a whole hour. Yeah. So I missed a whole hour of all the exercise, once, the steps, Once the you points, start tracking your workouts and if, if you forget your watch somewhere... Oh, it's, I can't even imagine. I can't. It literally is like, why am I even here? Why am I even it's doing this? That's all I like this thing for. I know. It doesn't, I don't use it for really anything else. I just wanted to tell me like, hey, you're, uh, you need to work harder all the time. And then tell me I, I'm a good girl when I close my rings. They're right. <laughs> when your rings are closed, it's like magic. It's like so silly. It's so silly. But anyway, Brittany's been a really fun addition to our tennis team. And we had one of the women 
who heard herself skiing last year, come back from surgery. And it was her first time back in a really long time. And so she's two courts down from me and Brittany's hitting with her. And, you know, it's her first time and she can only just, you have to hit the ball right to her. Mm -hmm. And I'm listening to you and I'm two courts away. Blah, 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 blah. And then Julia makes me do this. And then Julia always yells at me. Blah, 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 blah. Can we acknowledge that every time that we've had what needed one more person and I brought my husband, Justin, and how he just loves playing with all women? Like, <laughs> super fun. That's cool. I mean, I think he's the one who ends up benefiting the most because everybody <laughs> loves talking about him and he's all this fun. stuff. And he doesn't know how to keep score, really. So we, everyone <laughs> helps. So. I'm no. with you on that, though. I oh, need no. help. And I need Grant, help. And like, make it clear. And it's really lovely he comes because he's actually only started playing tennis during quarantine. Like, you'd hit back and forth with me just because I had no one to hit with. So he's not good. He's good enough. <laughs> but he's top. good enough to, like, go stand there and be our fourth person yes, if we need is. him. And, like, uh, takes a lot of verbal, <laughs> like, he abuse. He takes a ton of abuse. <laughs> a ton of abuse. But like you guys I, said, he probably likes it more than anybody there. He like it. I mean. It's super fun. It is super fun. All right, so we just have to acknowledge the Vikings lost yesterday. Do we, though? So oh, here, yeah. Here was the tweet that I liked yesterday. Kickers are like lawyers. Never appreciated until you need a good one. <laughs> I thought That's so true. That was so good. And then I we went over to my brother's house and watched it. And there's I know a lot of people in the neighborhood. And I walked past one of them. And she goes, "I just saw this shirt, Julie. I think you'd like it. It's a purple like Viking color shirt, and it said in letters." Disappointed since 1961. Yeah. That's the year the Vikings came to be. Yes. I mean, oh. come on. We've seen this. Can we do those something kicks? Right? We've come seen on. this story too many times as Vikings fans. We can't get a kicker. We don't know how to get a kicker. It's just, it's, it never ends. It, it never ends. We could, and I know you could say this, we could be 2-0, and but a fumble at the last second of game one and a missed field goal at the right. last second of game two, and it's a whole different season, and now we're sitting here 0-2. Yeah. Like, we should be as Vikings fans. So Exactly. Why would we expect anything Different. More? Exactly. <laughs> all right, when we come back, the Emmys were on last night. You've probably heard people talking about it all day, and we might have a different take. Mm. Um, all right, we'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia. My talk 1071. All right, everybody, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. I want to give a shout-out to Terry. You know who you are. Hey, Terry. We took a quick little picture at the Dollar Tree store this morning. Nice. I look like Al. She's like, can I get a picture for my sister? She <laughs> just shows me her text. I heard your voice because I was FaceTiming my niece. I was looking for something for her. And, and, and I'm like, really? Look at what I look like. And she's like, no, let's do it. So anyway, shout-out to you, Terry. Terry! It's pretty funny. Okay, so the Emmys were on last mm. night. Um, I'm telling you what, I thought it was the best thing we've seen in a very long time. So good that the rate, pe- more people watched this last night than ever before. And I think it has a lot to do with the setting because, um, the reason that the Hollywood foreign press, what's the name of that award show? The first one. Why can't I think of it? Uh, SAG award. No, no. not the same. What's the first Golden one? Globes. Golden Globes. Golden Globes. Why okay. that's always fun is everyone sits around a table together. They're having food. They're having cocktails. They're laughing. Same at the SAG Awards. Everyone sits around a round table together, and they're having dinner together. Whereas, like, the Emmy and the Academy Awards, you're just sitting in an auditorium. Right. And there's not the interaction going on, and you don't feel like you're as much part of the party as you did last night. So I thought Cedric the Entertainer did a great job. Yeah. 
I thought it was so fun, and it started out with such a surprise, and I made Brett watch the whole thing, poor thing. And I've, at one point said, you could leave. You did You did give I me did. permission to leave. But I at that point, it. I was pretty invested. It was fun. And when they kicked off, the, okay, so it was one of those things where I was like, this will be kind of boring. You know, they've been kind of boring. But, like, I had I had three dogs near me, mm-hmm. and I was, like, snacking away. So I was like, this will be lovely. I'll just text Julia a bunch in, like, anger. The beginning killed it, and it, it set the tone for such a fun night. I mean, they gave everybody microphones. I know. So here's the beginning. And tonight, it isn't just about the very best of this past year. It's all about the things that we love about television. Now, some of y'all thought this celebration would be more subdued, kind of like a Emmy's light. But that's not the way. This host treats his best friend. Jason, give me my jacket. Have you ever seen a screen you thought was great? 80 inches on the wall, your wife trying to hate. You do not need to be watching that much TV. You just wasting your life away. Let me tell you a story about my situation. Couldn't leave the crib. TV was my staycation. From the crack of dawn, you feel my every need. I watch you so much, I forgot how to read. This one's from LL Cool J. And he's walking through the crowd. It's so funny how excited other celebs got to see him. We passed up on TV, got these famous people screaming. We came to flip the script. He was our life, if you think about it. For the last year, it was our best friend. It was our life. My job is to inspire you. Looking at where you at it. You got what I need. Everyone had microphones. Rita Wilson. I mean, yeah. They were ha- they had, it was wild how many people were included in singing in this. Yeah. It was just fun. It was so fun. And it was just, I just thought it just started out with a big beat. And the very first award of the night was for Best Supporting Actress in a Comedy. Mm-hmm. And Hannah Wet. Waddingham. Waddingham won, and she's this tall blonde, and she's in Ted Lasso, and she's, she's the man. She's the owner. She's the owner, and she's uh, in Ted Lasso. And she, normally, you don't see her smile all that often in the show. So, so it's always funny when you see someone's personality come out when they have a very strict, you know, a very stern character. Yes, and she couldn't have been having more fun. And here's her acceptance speech. She was just screaming. I, uh, it was so cute. <laughs> on a bike sorry jesus christ oh on a bike yeah i'm not responsible for anything that pulls out of my face in the next 30 seconds jason you've changed though privileged to work with you i really am oh my god i'm giving a speech at the emmys <laughs> she said oh my god i'm giving a speech at the emmys she was just going crazy try just quickly listen oh my god Apple TV, Warner Brothers, Bill Lawrence. Yeah, all the yeah, rest. Yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah. But she was so excited. Happy. And like you, the way Jason Sudeikis was looking at her was like oh. he was so proud. It, I do, yeah, it was. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That was pretty lovely. And when you think about how many hours, you know, these guys work together in a day and how you become a family and they just talked about there are we are a family and you could just feel it, and it was just, it made you so happy. And you think about it, if you start really going into it, right? Like, Jason has had a rough year in his social life. Uh, or three. Or three. Uh-huh. And he's been doing this. His ex-girlfriend or partner is dating Harry Styles. That would be a self-esteem hit. Yeah, and That'd so hard and during quarantine, and he was making this. And you just think to yourself, like, they are bonded on the level that you can tell. You can yeah. really tell they all sincerely like each other. And so it was, it was, I do have a thought Please. on Ted Lasso, though. Okay. I think it's a good show. Oh, dear. Here we go. I think it's a great show. <laughs> but I think it got too much Emmy love. You do? Yeah. Because the I, Crown got more. Well, no. The it, Crown had 11 awards, and Ted Lasso only had seven. And, are you sure? Yeah. And maybe. Then, maybe and then, not. Maybe I'm lying. But like, because no, no. I realized that during the Queen ga- the Queen's Gambit, that was an amazing show. Yeah. And I wouldn't say like by any means was Ted Lasso better than that. And it's I just, different. I know it's different. I know it's different. Well, the Queen's Gambit was a limited series. I know. I'm just Ted saying. Lasso. Ted Lasso was great. But was it like revolutionizing? It brought a lot of warmth. I feel like in a time of darkness. Yeah, I, I think that's I, what it was. Yeah. It brings me joy. Yeah. I know it does. But does that mean it's like? Yes. Oh, okay, fine. We need yes, some of that. Too much. I mean, too much TV is dark. Could you and, turn off your microphone? Yeah, she's she done. Talk. I thought she was done. I can't believe we let you talk again. <laughs> I'm just saying. I I really enjoy it, but I it got so much love where I was like. Yeah, I just... I, Don't you remember, like, the first years I of some know. of these shows when everyone gets... Yeah. Well, let's just be honest. Is this the very first award show you watch from beginning to no. end? No. Okay. No. <laughs> no, it isn't. <laughs> I actually have only not like watching them, because I really do like watching them. It's just this last year has yeah. been Well, rough. the ones, the virtual ones, were just so rough. horrible. Yeah. So the, Emmy, the Academy Awards were horrible. And last year, Jimmy Kimmel hosted it, and everything, one thing was virtual. And mm-hmm. so just having everyone in the same room and, and happy to get... I I just I thought it was so great. We'll get to the fashions later. We'll get to some of the other amazing people in the speeches that won. But when we come back, we've got a we've got a big time guest joining us. I know. I gotta go grab a bite. Uh, all right, we'll be right back. This is Lori and Julie on My Talk 1071. We're so excited. Brittany comes with some fringe benefits. Her good friend Craig Gas is with us. Comedian yes. Craig Gas. Yes. Who everyone knows all about you, and I can't wait to learn more about you. But thank you. You're in town because you've got a sh- couple shows this weekend. Yes, I'm performing this weekend up in New Hope. They've reopened the comedy club up in New Hope at New Hope Cinema Grill. It's like a movie theater. It is well, not like a movie theater. It's a movie theater and one their largest theater. They do live shows in, and so we're doing a socially distanced comedy show. Uh, a weekend of shows starting on Thursday at uh, New Hope Cinema Grill. 
Are you excited to get back out there again and perform live? I am. I've started to get back out. And it uh, the only show that didn't cancel on me last year was Florida of all places. <laughs> it was like the only t- like, like I ha- they're yeah. like and I was even I needed the money, but I was yeah. calling them and going, "Hey, I'm I'm flexible," and Wait. they were like, "No, man, we're ready to rock." And I was like, <laughs> "What is wrong with you people?" And then I went out and did my shows, and like uh, I would come up with uh, sanitizer, like I would I would like spray down the mic. Oh yeah, which would get a laugh. And but it was, it. but it, I meant it. I, and then by the second show, I was so weird about people laughing yeah, yeah. in my direction that I went on stage with a fan. And every I time people it. laughed, I started pointing the fan at them oh to like spray the COVID back in the, <laughs> the direction. You like, wrong. yeah, but I got fully vaxxed and, uh, yeah. and I'm, I'm happy to be back. It's just, um, it was such a weird time for all of us. And I think, uh, spending a year indoors trapped with, the Yourself? people you thought you loved. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Good point. There were yeah. some intense arguments that happened over the last year, and uh, but now I'm getting back to work. And um, uh, as of last week, I just rejoined uh, the Howard Stern show for the first time in like 20 years. So that's so we love mm-hmm. Howard Stern. Howard's always been really good to me because of Howard. I've been paying my mom's bills for 20 years now. That's over 20 awesome. years. Yeah. Howard That's gave awesome. me my, my first big break. Because of Howard, I ended up on Sex in the City because uh, um, I told a story on the air about a relationship that was ending that I was really heartbroken about. And I got a call from the people at Sex in the City who said, we think you would play a really good insecure guy on Sex in the City. Okay. And I was like, all okay, right. Thanks. Okay. And they, and they had, but they had this really filthy side to me, which was like, Okay. All right. <laughs> and the character they wrote was perfect. What's what season was it on? I think it was, was season it called, five. Okay, because we were on season four, episode six. Our our thing. We were talking about that. that. Where I told you after, I know. we're not going to talk about. And she literally so yelled at me. We're not going to talk about. No, no, it. I'm talking about no, it. Right? It's okay. No, no. But so people know you um, from Family Guy. You, his yep. impressions. It's, you, it's yes. his impressions. He all. I mean, I thought that's what's so funny. It's like you'll be talking to Craig, and he'll just. Kick into something and it's hilarious. And now, what? I know I. You were talking about it. Like, what kind of got you into doing impressions? I've always been able to do any voice that I hear because of uh, how I grew up. And this is not a joke. Okay, this is a true story. Everyone in my family is deaf. My mom, my dad, and my sister are all completely deaf. And there's a movie about you right now on Apple Plus. You know what? A friend of mine is in that movie and he keeps texting me and say, have you seen the movie yet? Seen the movie yet? Coda. I haven't yes. seen it. Um, but children of deaf adults. Chil- yeah. Children of deaf adults. Mm-hmm. And I never even heard that phrase until I was on the Howard Stern show. So, because my mom told me that my name was appeared in some deaf newsletter, but but yeah, so like I got a great sense of humor growing up in a deaf family because like the the most insensitive deaf jokes I've ever heard in my life were from my own deaf family. I'm like, sure. <laughs> a few years ago, I threw a surprise birthday party for my sister, and afterwards, my sister is sitting across the table from me, and she's signing to me, mm-hmm. and she goes. Do you want to hear a good joke? And I said, sure. And then she said, me too. And I was like, oh my God. What the hell? Is, so, yeah, is, I can is, see everyone on camera. Know, Craig is signing all yeah, this right yeah, now. So yeah. that must have been something. It was, a, it was uh, because of that, because I grew up in a deaf family, 
uh, growing up, I couldn't learn how to talk from my family. I learned how to talk by copying all the voices I heard on TV. And I never got an accent from the Bronx, which is where I'm from. And everybody in the Bronx talk like Tracy Morgan. Everybody talk like this, whether you black or white, male or female. That's crazy. <laughs> hey, this is the voice of your next door neighbor. And I'm a Vietnamese girl. That's crazy. Like everybody talks like that. So the weirder the voice, the easier it is for me to do it. Like, What was like the first one that you were like, okay, this. Probably Muhammad Ali or. Howard Cosell or the Fonz, yes. like anyone who's, it's the weirder the voice, the easier it is for me to do it. So an unusual voice like Christopher, Christopher Walken has a really strange rhythm. It's a stop and go kind of voice. He'll talk every once in a while. He'll stop. And then I'll keep going. Or uh, Adam Sandler, who's uh, really silly. And uh, he, he's been doing movies for over 30 years. But he still talks like this, shibby-doo. So, yeah, it was always uh, um, this strange ability. And then it led to Howard Stern. How did that happen? Um, I sent Howard a tape. So you grew up in New York in the Bronx? Yes. Okay. And then my mom moved us to Arizona so that my sister could go to a better school out in Tucson. And then I moved to Seattle to start doing stand-up comedy. And I sent, I started working for a radio guy in Seattle, a morning radio show a guy named Bob Rivers, who had uh, song parodies that would actually, were so popular, they would end up on the Billboard charts. And I would do voice stuff on his show. I took my a tape of my voices and I sent it to Howard. And 24 hours later, their producer called up and said, hey, it's Gary. I heard that you called and you got this tape. And I just I just want to see, like, who are all these people you're working with? This he sounds is, like Sankopas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he does. What are you doing? What are you doing? Put him up. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Wow, that's a great point. So uh, I, I told him, that's all me. It's me doing all the voices. And so they had me start doing characters on the show, doing impressions. And then I started doing the weirdest... Like, I love, um, I'm a lot sillier. This is Chris than, Gass, if you're just joking. Craig Gass. Craig, Craig Gass. I'll take Chris. Yeah, I'm Chris's brother, Craig. <laughs> I'm at New Hope Cinema Grill this weekend. Everyone Cinema, knows I never know who I'm talking to. That's all right. Cinemagrill.com has the link for all the uh, for all the shows this weekend. But uh, I would do an impression and put a weird twist on it. Like, um, Al Pacino, when I first started sitting next to Howard... To audition to be his sidekick, Al Pacino had twins, and oh I, yes, he did. And I and Al Pacino was like sixty seven hundred years old, and yeah. I said, "Wouldn't it be funny if one of the babies was on the show, and we could have conversations with his babies?" and <laughs> And we would do this regular segment where Howard would go, "Man, you're Al Pacino's baby. What do you like to do for fun?" Ah, what do I like to do for fun? I like to pee. You like to pee? <laughs> I love to pee. My mama, uh, Beverly D'Angelo, whenever she changes my diapers, I give her a quick squirt right in the face. Hoo <laughs> and, Yeah, it was so weird and so out there. And I just kept doing these weird, weird impressions. And then and then it led to uh, Family Guy. Well, first it led to Sex and the City, King of Queens, uh, you know, a bunch of TV shows. And then, and then I started doing voices on Family Guy, which I got really... Uh, I'm a fan. You right, know? right. Like, Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, I'd never seen Sex in the City. Every girl I knew oh, in yeah. New York was like, oh my God, this is the greatest TV show of all time. 
And um, it was. And King time. of Queens, a lot of fans oh, of King of Queens. Great. But I never watched those shows until I was on it. Family Guy, I watched religiously every Sunday. So being able to get on Family Guy was huge. And now uh, back on Howard. But it's been a weird uh, journey. But this weekend, the shows in New Hope are stories. It's like a bunch of impressions. And then stories about the people who I do impressions of who've all tried to track me down. Oh, they have? Yeah, there's been some awkward exchanges. Do they want to, like, you can't do their voice and they want, they've trademarked their own voice or something crazy yeah, like that? Yeah, usually, like, they'll kind of half get the story, like, mm-hmm. of what's going on. Like, the drummer Metallica really got my story wrong. Uh, like, you know, my family's deaf. Everybody knows I right. grew up in a deaf family, so I learned how to. And the drummer Metallica introduced me to his band and said, hey, man, this is the guy who does the impression of me and his whole family's retarded. I go, they're not retarded. They're <laughs> deaf. What are you talking? Dude, you're getting my whole story wrong. What are right. you talking about? Dude, whatever. Easy. Yeah. But I had dinner with Christopher Walken and he hated me because uh, oh. um, Richard Belzer, another comedian, kept trying to get me to do my Christopher Walken impression for Christopher Walken. And he just kept staring at me going, listen, I get it. You're talented. Good for you. And I was like, I'm not trying to do this. Yeah. So, uh, so there's, and then there was a very well known situation that happened where I was doing an impression of one of the guys from Kiss, the band Kiss, Gene Simmons. Oh, yeah. Where Gene Simmons got so upset with my impression of him that he got on a plane and flew to New York and he confronted me live on the air about my impression of him. I believe so. you. That man is so sensitive. He can be, but uh, thank God. Are you God. friends now? Now, you know why? Because uh, uh, his singer loves when anybody makes fun of Gene, and he loves having me around. I actually got a phone call. I got a text from his singer saying, uh, he, he asked me a couple months ago, like, uh, hey, can you do my outgoing voicemail of somebody famous? And I was like, sure. And I, I recorded some voicemails for him, and he goes, Hey, want to perform with Kiss this this winter? And I was like, Yeah! So I'm performing with them on an event called the Kiss Cruise. It's three thousand Kiss fans from all over the world on a cruise ship with Kiss, and yeah, it's pretty nuts. And it's crazy because I only did that event once, and I actually got in trouble with the fans because I made an announcement on the ship as Gene Simmons and said, "Hi, everybody. This is Gene Simmons from Kiss with a wake up call. We have some very important news about the Kiss Cruise. It seems that the Kiss Cruise has just hit an iceberg." <laughs> and I said that oh while we're in the middle of the Bahamas. There's no reason for you in the middle of the Bahamas to go, "This ship's going down." But do not panic because Kiss is going to take care of everybody. We actually have three packages to get you off the ship. First, we have the platinum package. It's $5,000. We'll put you in a life raft and you have your own photos taken with Kiss. Then we have the diamond package. Isn't that right, Paul? That's right, the diamond package. For $10,000, we'll throw you in the ocean with Tommy and Eric, and Kiss will float by on a raft and do a private acoustic okay, that's show. hysterical. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Oh, Absolutely ridiculous. You're but... so funny. All right, Craig Gass, this weekend at the um, New Hope Cinema Grill. And my mom has gone, like I, because I've known Craig for a while. Can you stay with us? I would love All to. Right, gonna, and I'm going to tell you, because my, it just was, it, she's right. stuck with her forever. She now she says more, something over and over that Craig says. You are delightful me. and darling. I have a burst to. of energy, and, but we got to take a break. We'll okay, be, I got a crazy story for you about somebody who was, uh, who started out here in Minneapolis that I got in trouble with last time I was in town. Thank
Thanks for hanging out with us. We have a delightful guest. Craig Gass is with us, and he is going to be performing this weekend at the New Hope Cinema Grill. And go to thecinemagrill.com for ticket information. Cinema Grill. Cinema Grill. I just have to tell you, one of the last comics we ever had on our show was Frank Cavallando. Caliendo. Caliendo. Nailed it. She nailed it. Okay, I'm horrible. I can't wrong. I I don't know. I have a talk show and can't pronounce words. It's it's interesting. So you can relate, maybe. I don't know. It's really but so he's on and I went to Wikipedia and got all this information on him before he was on our show. And Lori's like, Yeah, just look it up, you know, and I'm so I'm asking him about all these things and he said, You are a combination of like the most seriously awkward person in the world and just misinformed. <laughs> we had the sound bite in there somewhere years ago, but it was just like, and I just sat there like, I am, t- I know I've just been really, really, really offended, but I don't really care because it said it right here. You know, I, <laughs> I did my research. So anyway, all right. So you are telling us, you know, your story. You grew up in an Alda family. Well, like, who did you piss off in Minneapolis? We need to know this. Oh well, let me tell you quickly about growing up in the deaf family because my mom and dad got divorced when I was four, mm. and uh, my mom used me as her interpreter <laughs> for the divorce. <gasps> like no! I didn't, I didn't go to court. With You're her, four but years old. I'm four years Well, now deaf people have what's called a relay service that uh, deaf people can communicate with a, a relay operator who can oh, contact sure, sure, sure. the outside world and vice versa. But before that, she had someone in the house who could hear and she needed me to call the lawyer. So at four years old, I'm getting this huge vocabulary lesson. Plus, my mom is standing on top of me going, tell him your father's a son of a bitch. And I was like, <laughs> you got it. I will tell them. Like, yeah. So, but. Oh, my uh, God. Last time I was in Minneapolis was the week of the Super Bowl. Oh, and, a very um, busy weekend. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of the Super Bowl, it's usually really quiet. I always go to the Super Bowl every year, and I'll hang out at the media center. Mm-hmm. And all my sports radio friends from all over the country will say to me, hey, can you join us as somebody famous so it sounds cool back, oh, in, sure. back in Des Moines? Mm-hmm. And so I'll jump on with them. Mm-hmm. And the only remotely sports guy I could think of was Tom Arnold. And I would jump on and just be Tom Marlin and go, hey, guys, uh, man, it's been pretty crazy out here. Uh, I actually did it here at my talk on the morning show at my talk. I was jumping on every day going, hey, I, uh, uh, Tom Arnold here. I was uh, a lot of celebrities coming in. I was actually at a cocaine anonymous meeting last night with Brett. Far- I probably shouldn't say this out loud, but Brett's got a bad <laughs> coke problem. And uh, his his sponsor is uh, is uh, Bob Costas and uh, Bob's addicted to upskirt porn. Again, I, I probably shouldn't say that loud, but. But but Bob can't stop touching himself and and uh, you know and, and I w- I would just like put all these sports figures together with addictions and every day Tom Arnold was getting bombarded oh, I'm sure. by people in Minneapolis who were saying dude it's supposed to be anonymous and Tom fought the internet. Tom actually oh. fought back with everybody and said, hey, did you notice that uh, Sam Kinison was on the air? That guy's been dead for 20 years. Shut up. That's a comedian. His name's Craig Gass. That wasn't me. Right? And he fought everybody. It was glorious. Oh, and, my yeah, word. That, that's what happened the last time I was in Minneapolis. So, yeah, I and love this station. off because it was freezing that week. We had, like, Arctic weather during the Super Bowl. It was Arctic. It was so cold. Honestly, I, I liked it oh. when I was here. I liked it. Oh, it was no, cold. Confused. I, I did. I liked it, except for one moment at the Mall of America. My friend Aaron and I went down that log shoot thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. And Which he is got the log shoot in the middle of the winter. They, and he got soaked oh, yeah, in the like, log shoot. Like, that's 
like death defying to go oh, outside. No, I noticed. Can you do Kevin Costner's voice? Uh, yes, I can do Kevin Costner. You ready? Yeah. Okay. My, name is, say, my name is Julia, if you want to flirt right. with me for a second. Yeah, just say like, hey, Julia, let's get lunch <laughs> no, or something. No, no, or... Just, just, just talk. Yeah, just, okay, just, just let him talk. Okay. Just, I'm twirling my hair. As keep, keep in mind that my Kevin Costner sounds... Like Tracy Morgan. Hey, what's happening, sexy? I'm going to take my pants off. I'm Kevin Costner. <laughs> Nailed Tracy it. Morgan. Nailed it. Nailed it. So it. My- take your clothes off and join me in Underworld. <laughs> Waterworld. Whatever Nailed it is. It. Uh, Waterworld. 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 Hey, it's Waterworld, it's right? Waterworld. Okay, so Waterworld, when, when you go... That's classic. When you go back now, so will you be in studio with Howard? They sent me a bunch of... <laughs> Equipment oh, that I'm no. traveling with, okay. Because Howard hasn't been in the studio oh, in over he a year hasn't and a half. Gone back yet. Uh, okay. So I have this suitcase that I'm traveling with that looks like it should have nuclear codes mm-hmm. on it, and uh, they're having me uh, use the Ethernet cable yeah. to join Howard. My next time on the air with him will be on Monday. And what okay. uh, I know you said that they want some new impressions. What have you been working on? Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, no. Are you nervous about it? What is Only it? because I'm here. Yeah. Uh, well, don't do it. You don't have to do it. I mean, we'll probably make you do it. But... Mike Lindell from my pillow. Oh, no. Oh, I'm no. a recovering crackhead. Yeah. I, uh, listen, uh, it's very important. You listen to Howard on Monday. Uh, very important to listen to the show. I'll let you take pictures of me, Nick. I'm sorry. I'm a recovering crackhead. Um, please, <laughs> but just <laughs> listen to Howard. I'm, I'll let you shave my pillows. I'm sorry. I'm a recovering crackhead. But yeah, listen to the show on Monday for my Mike Lindell for my pillow. So I, um, it must have been well, how many years ago that uh, I, I met you so long ago, and then you said, you know, here are tickets. You go, you and you randomly go. Does your mom and your stepdad want to go? And so I got them tickets, and now all the time my mom will say, "That's crazy," because as Tracy my, Morgan, as yeah. Tracy Morgan, because she went and saw him, and she laughed. so so hard. I think so this I sounds like say, so much fun. Like my mom and, and you know, it's one of those things you go, is this serious? Whatever. They died. We died. And I win and I died. I've been to your show, I think, two or three times and it's so funny. So I highly recommend it. Yeah. And in the last few years, they've been doing a lot of voiceover stuff and, you know, Family Guy happened because they found me on YouTube. Isn't that wild? Of all places. Yeah. The woman who is the casting director over there, Linda Lamontagne, called me up and said, uh, has a microphone. <laughs> I, I know. I'm Britt just... just palmed the microphone and ripped it off the stand. <laughs> okay, keep going. That was you incredible. guys talk amongst yourselves. So he, I get a call from this uh, woman. She says, "Hi, Craig. My name's Linda. Mm-hmm. I'm the casting director for Family Guy, American Dad, and at the time, the Cleveland Show." And she said, um, "I don't know if you're busy, but we want to offer you a job." And I said, I was sitting in a Long John Silver's when she called me. <laughs> Lizzie, I'm just eating my pop- said, shrimp popcorn yeah. or whatever. I'm totally available. I just get, get some hush puppies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, what do you need? And then she uh, tells me this crazy story that um, she needed an Al Pacino voice for one segment of one episode of Family Guy. And um, she started looking at... Al Pacino impressions online. And she said, I found you doing an Al Pacino impression. And then I realized that people like to put uh, collections of all your impressions together on YouTube. And I started going through. And your sizzle reel. It's not a sizzle reel. It's just like people 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 on YouTube saying, look at this guy doing all these impressions. I didn't put it on there. Other people did. And so she went through all these impressions on YouTube and said she called Seth MacFarlane, who was in his car. 
and he's and she said, Seth, you're not going to believe what I just found on YouTube. Listen to this guy I just I just found on YouTube. And she played the clips over the phone. And in his car, Seth MacFarlane said, we'll hire him. Give him a job. I love that. And a month later, I'm in a studio with Seth MacFarlane recording my first episode, which was for an Al Pacino voice. And I was so nervous when I walked in. I I, uh, I remember I was laughing too hard. Every time he made a joke, I'd go, <laughs> and he was like, whoa, relax. Calm down. Take calm it down. easy. And I was like, okay, okay. And they had to calm me down. And then the whole recording session, man, did I blow this. Um, the whole recording session lasted about five minutes. And uh, it was just, Seth kept doing one line as Peter Griffin, where he kept saying, this is crazier than when Al Pacino was a slumlord laundromat tenant. <laughs> and they cut to me as Al Pacino going, you're out of order, you're out of order, <laughs> and you're all out of order. We did that three times, and I and Seth goes, all right, we're good. And I stood up and I said, hey, you want to hang out? And he goes, hang out. And I go, hey, you want to grab a coffee or something? And he goes, oh my gosh. I have to work. And I yeah, said, Craig. I thought we were going to be friends now. Oh, yeah. And I, I creeped it. him out. And I, I said, it. Craig yeah. Gass, this weekend at New Hope Cinema Grill. Check it out. You are hilarious. It's hey, such a Craig. treat to meet you. Cinemagrill.com. Cinemagrill.com.